this is Dominic, wedding DJ. And this is Serena, wedding planner. And together we are the, the wedding, wedding duo. duo. We are here to talk all things weddings. Planning a wedding can be stressful, but we are here to help. So before you say, that's it, we're going to Vegas, don't go to Vegas. Let's have some fun. Join us as we answer your wedding questions and help navigate planning one of the biggest days of your life with The, the Wedding, wedding Duo. Hello, everyone out there in listening land. We're back for yet another episode of the Wedding Duo podcast. So excited to talk about weddings as we always are. Every week we do this and it doesn't ever get boring. I said that like I'm a late night DJ. We're up all night with Dominic and Serena. If you're out there driving or listening, sorry, was I getting all yeah, you, you. <laughs> People are falling asleep at the wheel. Like, don't do that. No, Energy no. is what we're looking for. We're looking energy. for energy and information, right? That's probably why you're here. So we just want to start off by thanking you guys for, you know, subscribing to our, like our YouTube channel and following us on TikTok and Instagram and also downloading our episodes. It's just been such an incredible journey for the two of us to have such a following and the, get the feedback we do from you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not here to thank you. I'm here to demand that you follow along, <laughs> follow our journey. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny. We've had this. Uh, I do a lot of these videos where I dissect the song, right? Like whether it's an entrance song or a bride going down the aisle. And then we get these comments afterwards. Once they figured out, Oh, that's a great one. That's my song. And then I'll do another video and they'll be like, ah, now yeah. I don't know. I'm conflicted because now this one's really good. So I've been telling people, once you find your music, unfollow us, unfollow. No, don't do that. Unfollow us because then we're just going to be causing problems. Don't do that. Don't do that. That makes me sad. <laughs> Stop. That's how confident we are in our following. <laughs> but the other thing too, I was going to ask you guys, if you enjoy our podcast, if you wouldn't mind leaving a review or even just, you don't have to say anything, just click the five stars. It's super helpful in pushing our podcast out there. So just going to put that out there. But today's topic is important. Not that any of the topics we talk about aren't important, but I think there's a lot of, hmm, kind of stress around this. And that's why we want to talk about it. We're going to talk about wedding party, selecting wedding your party. Yeah. Selecting your people, your peeps, right. That are going to be around you on wedding day. And a lot of the stuff that goes into that, right. It's weird that they chose the term party. It's like, it's a search party or, you know, like a, <laughs> a gathering of people. It's not the first, it's not the first definition in the big book of definitions. The well, dictionary. What, what would they call it then? A wedding group? group? Ensemble? I would go with wedding ensemble. That's what I would have chosen. Okay. Well, maybe we can push maybe, that maybe out let's, there. Maybe let's coin a new term. Mm -hmm. Where Can we get the wedding ensemble together, please? We're going to do introductions. Wow. I love I it. I like it. Okay. So let's move on from that. The first thing I wanted to bring up was a lot of times, especially for brides, you may feel this pressure to like pick a certain amount of people to be on your side and on his side so that they match. Doesn't have to be that way, okay? Even Stevens. If you are thinking like, hey, I really want to make sure that the bridesmaids and the groomsmen like pair up, there are ways you can handle this. So you can have, let's say, five bridesmaids, five groomsmen, and then make people ushers. Um, you know, there's other assignments for some of your extras <laughs> that is helpful. You mean people that are close that you want, you would love to have them in the wedding party. You just don't want to have 17 people on each side. That exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. And I also, we've seen that though. We're in Texas. We've had some large uh, groups. I, I had one, 
I remember it very clearly. The TikToks did very well. The videos did well because what were there 18 groomsmen and no, there weren't that owned, many. I, yes, there were. were. There? We're oh going back gosh. to look. Do you remember that? I, got, I was videotaping. It was like, it was like there were yeah. so many. There were a lot. I do remember that. I mean, that was just like a, you're in the wedding party and you're in the wedding party. <laughs> I'm going Oprah on you. Oprah. You get to be the bridesmaid and you get to be the bridesmaid. No, I, I, I get it, right? Sometimes people feel overwhelmed. They've got a big friend group. They've got a lot of siblings. And so you can assign other roles to those people and maybe keep your group smaller. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, is that don't feel like you have to have even numbers. I have done several weddings recently where they have five bridesmaids and only three groomsmen or however it works. Yeah, and it happens all the time. It or does. None. You can have none or you can have none. You can Some say, people nope. choose. no, I don't. Because the thing that happens is you start down this road and you go, yeah, but if you bring John, then you got to bring Phil. And, uh, yeah, but if Phil comes, then Steve has to come. And you're like, oh, Lord. What do you mean? As like, a just, guest? Or? Well, that's how you get 20 people on each side. Is like, Oh, you mean as, you like, feel well, bad. If you bring him in, then you got to bring him in. And then if he comes in, then you know yeah. the, his twin brother, Steve. I mean, how do you – it's really – it can be stressful, like you said. Yeah, and that's something that I've talked through with a lot of my couples is, you know, don't feel like – you're going to hurt people's feelings or don't worry about it as much as you think they might be like, Oh my gosh, she didn't have me in the wedding party. Yeah. Like, you know, or, it's a tough decision. You know, I was going to put my sister as my maid of honor, but I still remember when I was seven and she cut the hair on my Barbie and I've never let that go. <laughs> what are so you going to like hold you're the out. grudge? You're out. Yeah. Lady. No, don't do that. <laughs> um, but there's ways to handle it. So like we said, you can have an uneven group, you can make people, you know, ushers or other assignments within the day. Um, the other thing, too, is I've seen some really successful events where they just had one. They had one maid of honor and one best man. And then everyone else was something blue crew. Have you heard about this? The blue crew? The blue crew, right? So uh, you just made that thing, up. You just totally made that up right now. I did not make that up. <laughs> but this is a thing I've seen on TikTok, and you guys may have seen it as well. Your something blue is actually like a group of friends or family members. The blue crew. The something blue crew. Do they have to be dressed up like blue men or something? No, I, I mean, generally off. they wear Look at blue. This haircut. Yeah, well, we're not having that happen. But <laughs> generally they wear blue, right? But also formal wear. They're not like wearing something silly. It's pretty clever that something blue is the, is the blue crew, your, your wedding party. But it's not your wedding party. It's the other people. Oh, so you have the wedding party, then you have a blue crew that's yes, outside, that's like what the people I'm that are almost on the inner circle, but not quite. Right. So you have, huh. there you're something blue and it works really well. Like I was saying, maybe you weren't listening, but not people out there, you sitting next to me. Um, <laughs> if you have your just one best man, just one maid of honor, and then you're something blue crew. It's interesting. Just it's, got, it's got merit. Somebody out there is like, I'm writing this down. <laughs> and somebody else is out there is like, that's stupid. Well, because okay. it is because we always say it's your it day. It is. You said it is. It, it is. is stupid. It's, it could be stupid <laughs> if it's if you choose it to be. It's your day. You can you get to decide what's stupid and what's worthy. And so, real quick, while we're talking about the uneven side of things, let's talk about how you can address that through the course of the day. Because people always think like, oh, they have to go down the aisle coupled up, right? The wedding party. That's why they have to match. Like, no, right. you don't have to do that. And um, and not even for pictures. Usually, they go off to the side. They're zooming in on. They're going to have a certain angle, the photographers, where they're not necessarily going to say, lean back. I want this picture to really be clear that we're lopsided on this. I mean, that's just not the that's not a shot that they get very often. But if you go down the aisle, I think one of my favorite ways to see it happen 
sometimes the groom just pops in from the side. I'm like, no, it's his day too. Let him go down the aisle. If there's a groom, um, I like to see the groom and the officiant shoulder to shoulder. You've heard me say this a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And then two steps behind the them, podcast. the best man, two steps behind them, the next groomsman, and like just ducks in a row. And they walk down to a particular song. Uh, and then the groom turns around, gives a bro hug, and the guys take their position. And then the ladies come out one at a time. So if you're, I mean, you can do it where there's one guy with two girls or vice versa. Mm-hmm. That works fine too. But if it's like, uh, it's a narrow aisle, I don't know. Uh, those two dated in high school. Now they hate each other. You know, how do you, <laughs> yeah, like, how do you address it? <laughs> how do you situations? address it? Right. Yeah. Just have the guys come out and then the girls come out. And I think it's really, I think it's very cool. Cause the guys were just told to dress like the guy next to him. Whereas the girls, for the most part, this sounds stereotypical. There was a lot that went into the outfit. Are you, which dress are you going to wear? Which am I going to wear off the shoulders, spaghetti straps, the flowers, the shoes, the hair, the makeup. Yes. You so generally- give them their moment, right? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. And the other thing too is when, so that's the ceremony portion. So a lot of people think like, oh, they have to match up. So don't necessarily have to do that. The other thing is during intros, a lot of people think like, oh, they have to go in as pairs, right? Same pairs that went down the aisle. So the way to address that is. Same thing. <laughs> bring the, I usually switch it up though. I usually bring the ladies in first because I trust your gender more right. than mine to not screw it up. Because I have, I said like, I just want you to walk out there, start like a, a crescent or a half moon or a bent line, if you will, and then the guys come in and just line them next to them. Uh, but you can have a song for that, right? Have the ladies come out to some Fergie with glamorous or man, I feel like a woman or whatever the power song is for the girls. Mm-hmm. Girls just want to have fun if you're an '80s fan or whatever. And then have the guys come out to save a horse, ride a cowboy, or uh, the boys are back in town by something Lizzie or sharp dressed man or suit and tie whatever it is like and you can have a song for them and the one thing it's benefit not just when it's lopsided sometimes the guys like know each other from uh, a sports team or a fraternity or just hanging out or call of duty or whatever they've just hung out a, a lot together and the same thing with the ladies oftentimes they played soccer together or they were in a sorority or whatever and they know each other even if they just met on the bachelorette party or the bachelor party mm-hmm. but it's possible the guy that He's supposed to, the guy's supposed to walk out with this girl who he met six hours ago and it's just awkward and they yeah. just don't know each other. And there's this pressure to do this silly dance. Yeah, and they, like, come out and they like, feel they don't weird. know each other, you know? So, but the guys will tend to come out like more comfortable coming out with a group of guys, safety and numbers kind of thing, right? Same, so it's, right, it's, it's another girls, thing yeah. that could work in your favor if that's the, the, the dynamics that you have within your group. Right. And something to consider too is like the labels that you give your, uh, especially like your ladies, right? Like, so, um, there is the maid of honor and then there's the matron of honor. And what is the difference there? Right. It's funny that, uh, there was somebody in the industry that I was talking to recently and I go, no, she's, she's married, right? She's the matron of honor. And he looked at me and he goes, is that what that means? I go, dude, you're in the industry. How do you <laughs> stuff know can escape you? The stuff maid of honor you. is single and a matron of honor is married. Yeah. So that's the what difference. About the best there? man though. Best man is, I don't think Correct. it matters. No. <laughs> right. But the thing is you can have, <laughs> there are no rules here, people. You could have multiple maids of honor. I've seen that. I've got my two sisters. They're both maids of honor. Co-best you can have, men. right, co-best men. You can have no maids of honor, no matrons of honor. You can have everybody is equal, you yes, know. Because um, it's hard because you're like, oh, Lord. Traditionally, be though. She doesn't get to be the maid of honor. Right. 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 So you, if you're really trying to avoid those uncomfortable situations, Draw. right, Draw. you can just not have those labels. But the other thing to consider is when you're selecting your group and i'm speaking from the girl's perspective um who's going to be available to help you okay and i don't mean this in like whose personality works best but 
you know, that's a factor. Yeah. Is your best friend (laughs) pregnant, right? Like, is she just not going to be able to help plan your bachelorette party? Or is Uh, she a surgeon and she's just never like her schedule is not agreeable to whatever. Or the other thing that I've seen girls do too is have it be a group effort, right? Like don't put it all on one bridesmaid, one maid of honor, Um, you know, assign them specific tasks to help with certain things, Um, make it, you know, a group effort. So that's something to consider too, is like, are they available to help? And then, you know, don't put it all on one person because it can be a lot. Yeah. Or if you're, if your cousin who you're really close with as well is in town and she can come to all the meetings with you, the fittings, the sure. tastings, whereas your sister lives in Chicago and you're like, she just can't. I mean, yeah, it's just a, as long, but again, it's the personalities. If somebody's going to get all their feelings hurt and you're like, fine. Well, the other thing to fine. do though, fine, fine, fine. The other thing, have these conversations, right? Like explain why you made that decision oh, to that the helps? person. I, I mean, I would think Stephanie, it would help. Who's just always as emotional and dramatic. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like, if you explain to them like, hey, I don't want to overwhelm you with what this is going to look like. Um, or I want you to be there and help me, you know, the week of go get our nails done. But as far as the uh, engagement party, I'm going to have so-and-so do it. You know, you just have those conversations so that everyone understands exactly why you made those decisions. I think it's much better to be honest. And my gender is not free from that. We're prone to pouting. Like, oh, Lord, really? John, you're going to pout all day because you're not the best man. (laughs) But let's talk about the gender roles, too, because I think it's fantastic when on the on the bride's side, you have a man of honor. Exactly. Or a a bridesman over there, right? If it's like your brother or just your guy that's been there for you. Yeah, that's great. But then on the and on the guy's side, there was this. I have the, I, I took this video during the, even though it was supposed to be no phones, I took a quick video from the back. I wasn't even in, nobody took a picture. I was on the way back, <laughs> but the groom had uh, a best woman and then the bride had a, a man of honor. And with the video was like, she had the rings and he was holding her bouquet during the ceremony. It was wonderful. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. And it was just them. Everybody else was the usual girls were on that side with the one guy. And then the, all, all the guys on the side with the one girl up front. And it was very, it was very cool. It was just kind of like, a, yeah, there's no rule. My sister was my best man. Exactly. And that's what, you know, you guys want to consider too, is like no rules, no rules. Don't feel this pressure to like conform to like those gender roles as far as like who should stand up there with you. Um, You know, or a lot of times, you know, people feel like they have to have everyone up there. That's another thing. I've had weddings, not a ton, but maybe a handful where just the couple is up there. Right. They sit in the front row. Yeah. So yes, they've still the wedding the party and they sit down. Right. But the wedding party doesn't actually stand up with the couple. They sit down. Um, and it's the, it's the altar equivalent of the sweetheart table because you don't have to have everybody at a big yeah. head table or a king's table. Yeah. The two of you can sit at your own table and then put your wedding party at different rounds, spread them out and have them sit with their plus one wherever. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we just like to throw out these ideas because it might resonate with you. You, you're like, oh my gosh, I was trying to figure out how to handle this. I've got this unique situation. Maybe this is a solution, right? But it's not going to work for everyone. So just take it with a grain of salt if it if it doesn't. I think this is the perfect segue while we're talking about labels for us to talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. There's only an elephant in the room if you're watching this on YouTube because this man wearing is wearing a sticker. That says, hello, my name is Joe. Joe. My name is Joe because... We just did the most hysterical video. It was for the MVLD, the most valuable line dance. 
and I'm oh dressed like a cowboy and I'm saying like Copperhead Road or Boot Scoot's going to be number one. And then I'm dressed like a, a rapper, if you will. And I said, no, this is the wobble or the Cupid shuffle. And then the chicken dance gets in there and says, it's a time honored family tradition. And they both look at him and kind of giggle. And then Cotton Eye Joe walks in with the name tag. So I have my glasses with cotton stuffed in my glasses. It was and I walk most in and ridiculous. Said, Sorry, thing. I'm late, y'all. Um, it's hysterical. So if you follow us on TikTok or I'm, I'm probably going to post it on Instagram. Seek out. Um, it's a really funny video. And that was totally random. But those we videos went on a tangent. Anywhere. But I feel like the world needs that video. You know why? Maybe it's not going to be popular today, but there's going to be a day. And I'm envisioning like the G8 summit, which is really tense. And we're just one wrong comment away from going to war. And then some aide giggles and the president's like, is something funny to you? And he shows the president and then he shows everybody and they all laugh. And world peace is finally achieved. Oh, wow. Yeah, you really have is, some high hopes this video for this got, video. This video's got potential. Okay. All because, hello, my name is Jim. Let's steer Moving ourselves on. back. <laughs> We're going to turn this ship back to the wedding party. I might get invited to the G8. They're going to call it the G9 because they need, they need they DJ need Dominic, Dominic there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So the other thing to think about is and <laughs> something really you about? totally did i'm like trying to get back <laughs> okay, on track do you have to buy gifts for your group right mm. so nicely played You're i right yeah i'm right i'm right back on track now i know you've seen this probably on social media like what should we buy for our girls what do we get the guys there are a lot of options like on Amazon or on Etsy you can get cute shirts made and all sorts of things something that i like to recommend is if you are going to be like all getting ready together, which is very popular, um, maybe get a few like essentials, a bottle of water, some snacks, a tumbler with their name, have that set up there for your group. And the reason I say this is you mean like it, one for everybody, like a little gift pack. Kind yeah. Of like a yeah. little gift bag that's sitting there when they arrive. Um, the reason I say these are helpful is it is a long day for you. It is a long day for them too, right? They're pulled into these pictures. They're asked to help with such and such, right? So it's nice to give them kind of a thank you. And if you want to take it one step further, you can write them a little thank you note, kind of tell them what their relationship means to you, maybe something, you know, fun about the two of you. And it just gives it an extra little personal yeah. touch. Well, sometimes for the guys, you can do that same thing for the guys. But one of my favorites was they had these big, beer steins kind of like a yes. wooden thing and they were personalized that said their name on the bottom or their nickname <laughs> on the on the side that's pretty cool anything monogrammed is pretty cool i mean it's not like this is like you know something cute exactly and it something doesn't useful, have to be keep overly expensive right so that's something to consider is if you want to say thank you to your group for being there for you on the big day maybe that's how you handle it you know that giant wedding party i was just talking about mm -hmm. they all had cowboy hats. hats yeah, yeah. They had cowboy hats and then they had it looked like it was branded on the back. Their initials were branded on the back. Yeah. So every time they see that hat, that's why I like the monogram stuff too, or the late, or, you know, the name stuff, um, because it will remind you of their wedding day, right? Because it's, that's where you got it. So it's a really fun memory. Do you have to have gifts? No, I don't no. think you have to. I think at the very least, a thank you is nice, right? Just to appreciate the work and effort they've put into being there for your event. Mm -hmm. you know, a thank you card or, you know, even just saying thank you is, is helpful. It is. Um, and to that point earlier, how it's a long day, right? The person, <clears throat> I think this gets overlooked sometimes is like, you feel like, well, I have to have this person. I have to have that person. If you take it a step further and say, who are the people in your life that are just 
supportive and just that, that, that person that just brings the good energy and helps with mm-hmm. your stress. Cause it, because your brain is just like, you're going to go on and, and the groom, both of you is like, it's a big day. It's stressful. Yeah. It's easy to just not to have your brain be foggy. If you have people that are around you that are just responsible and it's like, Hey, did you remember your cufflinks? Like, Oh dude, no, thanks man. Or th- that are going to be there for you. I mean, you're going to have that one friend that got plastered the night before and he's puking <laughs> in the bathroom. You're like, really? Well, hopefully Seriously, not. That guy? <laughs> hopefully not. Or your friend that your girlfriend that's just always brings drama and it's about her. I mean, maybe that person gets bumped out <clears throat> because, because it's a big day for you and you just want all that good energy around you. You want mm-hmm. the support structure that, or, I mean, maybe you have the crazy person that her life is a train wreck and the person that's responsible. You could do that. And you <laughs> just to balance the two of them out. But that's the thing too, is it is a long day. Uh, the bachelorette party, which is usually falls on the maid of honor or the best man to put together the parties. That's one other responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. Besides, don't forget the rings, best man. <laughs> yes. And that's something, just a little tidbit, right? Uh, a lot of people think like if you have a ring bearer, um, that they actually carry the rings. I really suggest, especially if the ring bearer is under like 12, that they don't actually have the rings with them. They can carry a box or a pillow, but I don't actually put the rings there just Oh, it's exciting. For an I've obvious reason. I've seen the three-year-old with the pillow, with the oh, rings no. actually tied on the pillow. And I go, no, no, no. I sat the planner. I go, are those the actual rings? Those look legit. Like the gives you the little fake ones or something. And she goes, those are them. And I go, oh, this is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why did I like, oh, get this is, this is bound to go south. It didn't. He made it up there. Right. A, and it a, can, and a, it can a, be solid fine. But I trust the best man in the pocket or having it held like on their pinky uh, to get it to the officiate. Mm-hmm. I think that just works better. The other thing too, of course, whoever's standing next to the bride, maid of honor, matron of honor, is going to be responsible for fixing their dress when they're up at the altar, holding the bouquet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just little things that if you have a planner, they can help, you know, kind of suggest these things to your group. Uh, but, standing on the dress when it's windy. Oh yeah. We did that. TikTok. That was 30 funny. plus million views on Instagram yeah. for that video. I don't, but you know why that. it got so many views is because so many people couldn't see what was happening and they commented, That's I can't maybe see a few it. thousand, but 30 million. Yeah, it was a lot. I mean, that is far and away the biggest. Okay. But explain what we're talking okay, about. So I'm at this wedding. Surprise, surprise. And there was just, I mean, it was very, I'm always looking for something really unique at a wedding. Like, Oh, look at that guest book. They're signing a Cowboys jersey. They're both Cowboys fans. That's a great idea. You know who needs to see this? All the couples that follow us need to see it. So that's right. kind of what my headset, where my brain is when I'm at a wedding. Like, let me find something cute. I mean, plus my wife's always like, get me videos. And I go, I'm trying to set up for the wedding. I got to focus. <laughs> but I really, there wasn't, I mean, it was, it looked beautiful, but there wasn't anything that jumped out at me. And so I'm at the ceremony and it's really windy. We're outside and the bride's dress keeps blowing forward. And the bridesmaid, the maid of honor pulls it back and sets it there and it blows a second and a third time. Mm-hmm. And finally she discreetly pulls it back and she's just standing on the edge of the dress. Like I look very up, subtle. Very, it's very just barely subtle. standing on it. But I look up, I go, is she standing on the dress? So I'm kind of like, cautiously take my phone out and I get this little video seven seconds, maybe. And I'm thinking, well, that's not, you know, I doubt we'll even post it. That's a throwaway video. 30 million views later, that is far and away the video that has gotten the most. And I was like, I would never in a million years thought it did great on TikTok too, but on Instagram, particularly. Yeah. And I think it, it resonated honestly with brides and their girls. Like, Hey, are you going to step up and like do this for me? Right. If need be. And so I think she understood the assignment kind of a, Trend yes. is going on TikTok yes. and social media. But. It, and it's funny too. Um, the things that y'all, you know, like, it, it sometimes surprises me, but it's always whatever. Like a guess. You throw it on the wall, maybe it'll stick. 
So wait till you see the Cotton Eye Joe video. Oh, uh, come on. He's really pushing. It's going to be, I, I'm, I'm happy with it. The last point <laughs> I want to make about wedding party. And we kind of talked about this, but I really want to like drive it home is like the energy, right? Like what kind of like environment is your wedding party going to bring? And this may be just who your friends are or who they aren't or who your siblings are or who they aren't. Right. Um, but a lot of it, you know, we see at weddings, you know, especially the dance party portion, like a great wedding party can like make or break your dance portion of the night, right? Yeah. I mean, I really, I love it when, when I'm ready to do the introductions, I'm like, all right, here we go. And I always say, come in with some energy because if you come in all lame, I'll be like, you know what, Jackson, go back. We're doing it again. Wah, wah. And they're <laughs> like, why you got to bust me? I go, I don't know. I just remembered your name out of the list. I was like, <laughs> right. But, um, and then, you know, I do my calling card, right? I say, all right, before we go in, bring it in. I have everybody bring it in. I go, we're going to go party on three. Ready? One, two, three, party. Because I'm trying to get them all jazzed up. Exactly. And that helps too. Like oh, yeah. his energy, they feed off of that. So something, you know, that. Well, so okay. it's a fine line between being excited and being nervous. And it's very easy to get nervous. You're about mm -hmm. to walk in and be announced. Like, oh my God, brother. So I try to keep people excited as opposed to nervous, but it's, it's hard. But over the course of the night, if I have a great wedding party, I'm like, oh man. I just, I could just feel the energy. I just know it's going to be a great night. They're all excited to dance, but even, you know, you can have friends that came that you work with that are going to come out and dance with you. But if it's the wedding party as a DJ, I support the high energy, crazy dance all night yes. wedding party. And that's all I meant is wedding like ensemble. wedding ensemble, Remember wedding, the wedding yeah. ensemble, right? <laughs> like who's your ensemble um, is that their energy uh, can kind of shape that part of the mm -hmm. part of the evening. Uh, but, it also may be that you guys just aren't dancey party people and that's okay too. Um, definitely not saying that there has to be this like raise the roof, blow the roof off <laughs> event at the end of the night, but we Who like those. The CPA? Why did the CPA make it? Whose friend is this? I'm just kidding. We need <laughs> you, you in the world the too. CPA. We, no, I mean, there's all types. I mean, Christy's going to be mad <laughs> at you. That's we our love CPA. You, Christy. Sorry. Uh, I mean, it's, it takes all types, right? You can't just have a bunch of lunatics in your wedding party and your wedding. Ensemble. Sure, you can. you can. We have had the lunatics. You can. I love it. And even if you're not normally that way, this is your time to shine. <laughs> Come on, channel your inner lunatic and oh be like, "We're God. gonna party all night." Like, well, we're only partying till eleven, but after you can continue you to party. Can keep all night. going. I've I seen will it. be partying till eleven o'clock with y'all because I got another wedding tomorrow. I gotta go to. True. So I hope this was helpful. We were rambling a bit and a little off tangent. Yeah, uh, we, off, were, we were off the rails a couple of times. Off the rails there. a couple of times. But keep following. Please. Stay tuned to see who is going to win the most valuable line dance <laughs> of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. So if you don't already know, we have a website. It's called theweddingduo.co. We do virtual planning, we have downloadable items, we've got our blog, all sorts of helpful stuff for planning your wedding. We appreciate, like we said at the beginning, you guys following along, leaving us a review if you feel so inclined, um, and we'll end it the way we always do. We will. Now? Yes. Now. Okay, now. Uh, so it's your day. It's a very personal day. Don't let somebody talk you into something you don't want to do or talk you out of something you have your heart set on that you've dreamed about for your entire life. Put the blinders on, talk to your fiance and say, what do we want to do? Because at the end of the day, it's your day. Who cares what your cousin did? Do what do you do you. You do you. We're blowing kisses. We're blowing kisses. Mwah. Happy wedding planning. Bye. Bye. Hey, 
so thanks for listening to our podcast. If you found any of this information helpful and you know somebody who may be engaged or is a maid of honor, maybe you could tell them and share it with a friend. Absolutely. So screenshot this episode, share it on Instagram, on Facebook, and tag the wedding duo. We promise to share the love back. Also, if you are interested in more resources or the show notes, you can go to theweddingduo.co. We have one-on-one virtual sessions, a shop, all sorts of fun stuff. Check it out.